0: Guys, doing and welcome to episode five, episode cinco of the fight podcast. I am your host, as always, Sergio Vicente, Sergio Vicente, the Afro Puerto Rican here, uh, Afro Latino. Man, I messed that all the way up. It's all good because I don't edit these, so I'm going to keep it rocking. <laughs> uh, today's episode is going to be a little different um, than the last couple, uh, the last uh, four episodes, uh, that I've had. Um, the difference being that today I don't have a guest host, um, you know, the fellas couldn't get together at anything, but um, I'm going to keep these rocking no matter what, so uh, probably a little bit uh, shorter of a show, but I'm ready for it, I got my bowl packed, I got a kombucha next to me, a big bottle of water, so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to, uh, to talk about some, uh, we'll talk about a lot of stuff, we actually have a lot of stuff to kind of go over over um on this show uh it's probably gonna end up being a little bit shorter just because i mean i'm not going back and forth with a couple different dudes so uh, i really hope you guys enjoy um this past weekend and really quick while i'm thinking about it i want to give a shout out to fight card entertainment um it is a regional mma kickboxing show here in um in Chicago uh, great guys uh, great organization um, really 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 uh, talented athletes and fighters that they have on their cards um, they had a, a big card this past weekend uh, great time I actually you know they asked me to be their um, post-fight interview guy, so that's the first time I've ever done that it was a great experience um, I really enjoyed myself um, yo Chicago um, and the Midwest has a lot of talented guys and girls out there. Um, I really hope a lot of these athletes get an opportunity to go and train um, with some big teams and really get their uh, their fundamentals set. But yo, there the fights that uh, I saw. I mean, I saw epic knockouts this past weekend. You know, I saw um, great, great technique, and uh, more importantly, man, I saw a lot of like tenacity um, out of uh, a lot of these uh, up and coming people. So it just kind of makes Makes me really excited uh, for what's to come in the future um, especially um, what's coming out of the Chicago area man so uh, big ups to fight card entertainment thank you guys again for having me I'm really looking forward to you know continue working with you guys in the future and um, all the fighters on there you you guys are rock stars um, proud of every one of you I, I had the fortune of uh, meeting and kind of hanging out and talking with everybody from the with the two days that I was there uh, dealing with the weigh-ins and and everything and speaking to the athletes during the weigh ins, um, and uh, all the winners, um, you know, post work, uh, post fights, um, athletes really, really good people. And uh, the athletes there, shall I say, were very good people. Um, and you can tell they're all hungry and just really, really humble, which was cool to see. And actually, man, they had some really cool personalities, man. You had some dudes out there walking around with, um, with like a LO Cool J chain and a coogee hat. You know, I think Buddy might have got scuffed, but uh, it's all right, you know. He he had a good performance also, but good good athletes, great performances, um, and even better people. So again, big shout out to Fight Card Entertainment. Uh, you guys rock. Um, also, um, I guess what's going on. The other thing that really happened this weekend, um, honestly, in the fight world uh, was that, uh, that Showtime card, uh, Mikey Garcia, um, fought again, he, uh, defended, or actually, he didn't defend the chip, he, uh, won his, uh, fourth title, um, which is, uh, awesome, you know, um, this dude is, is legit, man, um, 30, what is it, 39-0, and 0, um, 31 knockouts or something like that. Dude is a beast. He is one of the fighters that I have to say, and I, and I know I touched on it a little bit uh, last episode, but uh, Buddy is definitely one of those the most well-rounded technically sound guys like I've ever seen his hands are never in the wrong place his balance is great his footwork is great his defense is tight um and he has that dog in him man he like he has that killer instinct doesn't matter he goes through dudes doesn't matter who you are um I you have to put him in the top five pound for pound uh if not top three um in, uh, in in boxing right now, uh, I wish that uh, or should I say, um, I hope that he you know continues to get the the stardom and the treatment that he deserves because dude is a beast and he's you know trained by his brother Robert Garcia who I've said time and time again is one of the best boxing trainers in the business. Um, he consistently puts great dudes out there and uh for those of you don't who don't know uh Robert Garcia was actually a real badass in the ring himself um but going to this weekend's fight um uh Mikey fought uh Lipintus and uh let me tell you man this dude Lipintus man I I I'm not gonna lie I didn't know that much about him originally but he's uh, trained by Buddy McGirt and um you know, Buddy McGirt's another one who's one of the best trainers in the game. He's worked with some of the, the like, the, the the goats out there, the Winky Wrights and a, a bunch of other dudes. Um... It was fun to be able to watch that fight. Uh, Mikey, I don't want to say got tested, but he had a hard-fought fight, man. They uh, It was super entertaining. Uh, both guys were throwing uh, leather. Uh, in the seventh, um, Mikey, you can tell, started to, uh, to run away with the fight, had a really big knockdown, uh, dropped a huge left hook, um, right, in dude's, right in dude's grill. Uh, it was beautiful work, man. Um, all in all, Mikey Garcia uh, ended up getting the unanimous decision. Um, it was a great, great great... great uh contest so i was super happy to watch that uh i have to say what's next for mikey garcia Uh um I would love to see him continue fighting at 140, but you know what I want, man. If you're that dope, go up there and fight with the big dogs, man. You've got to fight at 147. Let's see Mikey Garcia go straight in. Let's see him fight Danny Garcia. You know what I mean? I want to see Mikey Garcia fight Crawford. I want to see Mikey Garcia fight, you know, Earl Spence. Let's see him fight with the legit dudes in the game, man. Um, Those are the people that I want to see him compete against. I don't want to see him fighting down anymore. We know what he brings to the table. It doesn't make sense. The only person that I would love to watch him fight, and this is just because I have so much respect and I love both of these guys' style, would be Lomachenko. That's it. That's absolutely it. Those are the only other guy that I would say at those weight classes. Like, whoever the, the guy who was, like, he's supposed to defend against or whatever, I don't even know this clown's name. I don't even care. Because at the end of the day, he'd get scuffed just like the rest of those dudes. So... We seen what Mikey Garcia can do. We saw how he whooped Adrian Broner's ass. We saw how all that ended up happening. So let's see Mikey go up. I want to see him fight Crawford, um, and I want to see him fight, you know, uh, the likes of Danny Garcia. So that's what I like to see next uh, for Mikey. But a salute to Mikey Garcia, uh, dude is a champ. He's one of the best in the business. Uh, can't wait to see him perform again. Um, the other fight that I saw was, man, Oscar Valdez versus Quigg, yo, this fight was wild, man, from the outset, both dudes were just slinging from the jump, uh, really, really great fight, um, uh, what is his name, um, oscar valdez retained his title um well deserved fought victory man quickly ended up having like a shattered nose uh valdez's uh jaw was broken and they i mean the heart on these two absolutely this fight i can see in a little bit end up being um you know the fight of the year even though you know we're still in march man shit is crazy early so i can't wait to see um what ends up happening next with that um Fight-wise, though, honestly, that's pretty much all that was really cracking this weekend. So, again, congrats to Mikey Garcia and Oscar Valdez. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, what's coming up next for uh, for both of those guys. Um, I'm gonna get to you know our current events and pop culture in a minute um, because uh, and I know usually I talk a little bit more of a social issue, but there's so much wild and racial stuff and, and crazy tension things that have been happening um, in our country and in the news and stuff. So on top of the fight news and everything, I'm gonna get a little bit on that later. Um, but um, I want to uh, go ahead and um, do my prospect alert. All right. So um, you know for those of us who don't know, um, each week I try to do a prospect alert. This is where I give a shout out to an up-and-coming fighter um who honestly i think is going to be a superstar they have all the qualities and um and honestly, you know, what? sometimes it's not even, you know, um, a, a, it's like a, just an up-and-comer. Maybe it's just somebody who's established and you know what? They're just not a household name yet because at the end of the day, you know what we want to do? We want to show love and, and tell the stories to these guys who and girls who deserve it. Um, so with that being said, um, this week's Prospect Alert, and again, Speaking of Girls is going to be our first um, woman as our uh, Prospect Alert athlete, um, but um, Denise Kill. Host Georges. She is a kickboxing um, world champion. Uh, she actually currently fights for Bellator right now. She actually fights in Bellator kickboxing and in Bellator uh, MMA. She is an absolute beast, all right? Um, if you need to, so kickboxing wise, obviously she came into um, to MMA from kickboxing. She's been kickboxing uh, since she was a little girl. Her um, pro kickboxing record is 47 and 3. Uh, again, she is an absolute beast. Her MMA record is 2 and 1. So obviously that's why she's going to be my prospect alert. Um, not only is she a badass, you know, kickboxing world champion, she's also a black belt in judo. So to be able to, to be able to like dictate the clinch in MMA, MMA. She's probably crazy strong. I probably. I mean, I've seen her fights. So she is crazy strong. Her body really has great trips, great throw. And again, I know I talk about this shit time and time again. Her balance is off the chain. So to be able to actually watch her do her thing, man, um, you guys gotta get a chance to check her out. Um, she has power in both hands. I mean, she's tenacious, man. She has like so much like power. I've seen her knock chicks out with both hands. She can knock you out with both legs. She. She's um, great in the clinch she throws powerful knees Um, I'd like to honestly see her throw a couple more elbows but again she's um, a kickboxer um, and in kickboxing especially the the Dutch kickboxing rules a lot of times they don't throw um, elbows like they would Muay Thai so in MMA you can throw those elbows so I'm really really interested to see how this outstanding kickboxer I want to see what her um, what her uh, actual Muay Thai is like so I'd love to see uh, like some solid elbows and knees and everything from her so I'm really really um, interested to see her uh, in MMA but just a little bit more about uh, about her just background Um, she's a, she's the, the, the um, Bellator flyweight kickboxing champ. Um, she is a six-time world champion, and she's a uh, one-time European champ. Uh, she hails from Amsterdam. Um, again, crazy killer instinct. Uh, for another people, she actually trains with uh, MMA legend, MMA great uh, Gegard Musasi. And uh, her next fight is going to be April 6th um, in Budapest, so, uh, that is gonna be Bellator 196, um, you guys get a chance to check it out, please do, uh, she's a beast, um, I, I would love to see her, um, along the line, you know, amongst, you know, you know, especially, again, she's fighting, um, uh, not Bantamweight, she's fighting fight, so she's fighting, oh man, I, would like to see her fight Joanna. that would be a great fight, somebody like her fighting Joanna or, or, you know, or Carolina, or any of those girls in the UFC, um, Jessica Andrade, uh, I would, really like to see her fighting against some of the best of the best but um, I don't want to knock uh, the, the athletes that Bellator has they have some monsters over there also so um, big ups to uh, Denise um, you are a prospect alert this week uh, I really can't wait to see her perform please guys go ahead and check it out um, her uh, IG is at dynamite eighty nine eighty nine. so if you guys get an opportunity to go ahead and check her out uh, Denise um, you will be in for a treat all right all right, man, uh, so, a little current events uh, that should be popping this week. Uh, yo, the world is crazy as shit, man. Ah, excuse me, I had to go ahead and get a little sip. I'm in here by myself, so I don't have any time to take a break. Um, so, a couple months ago, this uh former university of hartford student um this you know sloppy uh this one sloppy nasty dirty chick uh she was the one who you know smeared they said bodily fluids she smeared bodily fluids on her roommate's belongings so, so you remember it was this white girl um who said some racist shit on like you know social media i think it was like ig and she was you know was showing everybody how she was like putting mayonnaise in like her. Her hair or some shit, and 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 you know, and putting you know, rubbing her uh, her period tampons on Buddy's backpack, and and the girl was getting sick, and she was like spitting in her like food and stuff. Like, yo, this chick was a she's a, just plain and simple, man. She's a, a disgusting bitch. All right, just nasty, dirty bitch that should have been thrown under the jail. All right, that didn't happen. So. She ended up getting this probation, I guess, where she had to do like a couple hundred hours of like community service and whatever. And um, they got it so that she, like there's literally zero on this dirty broads uh, criminal record. I can't express how fucked up that was, man. That is 100% a hate crime, all right? She sits there and goes ahead and says like bye you know Jamaican Barbie and was saying all these other things and the actions that she did were purely hate and if she continued doing what she was doing that girl legitimately might have got sick and died so the fact that they're letting this girl off simply because let's be honest she's a white girl and you know their mommy and daddy probably has some dough so they kind of got her out that shouldn't have been allowed point blank that shouldn't have been allowed. That bra should have got at least six months. At least. Doesn't make any sense. If it was anybody else, if it was any black and brown dude, any of them, dude, you know they would have thrown us under the jail. Like, are you serious? Wherever the fuck school, town, wherever this is, you guys are gonna let that slide? You you have to do better, man. You have to make examples of people who are doing these bad things. These are the reasons why people hate the criminal justice system. They don't they say it's all like whatever, right? So, again, I'm not going to harp on this too too tough right now, but we all know what it is. We all have seen it. We all again, this shit happens time and time again. So, I don't know what we have to do to change it, but something needs to be done. That chick should have went to jail, point blank, all right? Um, On a more positive note, because, yeah, uh, for the first time in uh, history, there are two black directors holding the top spot at the box office. So, um, as you know, like I said, we have, um, you know, Black Panther, and we have, um, what the hell is that movie with... um, look i just had it written down now i'm over here spacing and i gotta google the name of this movie because i don't know the names of oprah's movies so we all know what it is you know it's the black panther and oprah's movie and as soon as i my computer works i'm gonna let this go ahead and i'm gonna say it but we all know what it is but for the first time ever two black directors um are holding the top spot in uh on the box office and that is A Wrinkle in Time a Wrinkle in Time. That's what it is. I don't know why I was spacing. My bad. Uh, it's A Wrinkle in Time and Black Panther are the number one and two spots um, in the world right now. Both movies are bringing in all kind of crazy money. Um, we already know Black Panther has already crushed over a billion dollars. Let's go ahead and, you know, Wakanda forever. Let's make sure that people are, you know, continually showing love to that and they continue the momentum and the movement um, as well as Wrinkle in Time. I have not seen it yet the rotten tomatoes of it don't look too bueno right now, but you know, I'm going to go support because I have movie pass, so I'm going to see it anyways. (laughs) So, uh, uh, I can't wait to, uh, you know, I'm really happy for those two movies and I want to continue seeing, you know, um, this type of content coming out, um, just for the culture. Um, I guess, uh, kind of cool note, you know little wayne and birdman seem to be there back on good terms i don't know somebody had them hugging online so seems like it's cool when little wayne and birdman were making music i enjoyed it so uh but if Birdman's stealing millions of dollars from folks you know i man I, I don't know how you can be cool after somebody snakes you for a couple couple m's so uh that was cool to see though uh Sticking with actually, uh, Black Panther music. Black Panther is uh, soundtrack is the number one hip hop album in the country, uh, and I have to say, hey man, I can see that the, the album is, is legit. You know, it was a really really fun album. Um, I you could I mean it's great to work out to. Uh, I think some people were really hype on the, uh, like the title track or whatever that one, like, you know, the one's always on the radio. Uh, That one's cool, I don't, I mean, it's not my favorite track on there, but I think Kendrick really did his thing with this, Um, you know, so kudos to them, hope they keep doing their thing. Uh, Yo, that Tory Lane album, uh, I've never been a huge fan of Tory Lane and everything, but, um, you know, he has a couple couple songs. Uh, I listened to the album, I liked it. I liked it, man. I really did. Uh, it it has some, uh, some real, you know, cool tracks on it. Um, I like when he tore he's kind of doing a little bit you know kind of mixing it up and it was like r&b thing and whatever but uh it was it was, like i said it wasn't a great album uh but it wasn't a trash album like it was it was cool you know it's definitely uh, worth listening to a couple times um hey man it's kind of funny i think about it i feel like all these dudes from canada who come down here got like the same sound they all want to sing and, and rap and shit like i wonder if that's a coincidence or they just all that's what they do out there in toronto so go ahead you know big ups to the six you got uh, keep singing and rapping over there <laughs> you make decent music um, yo uh, speaking of these mumble rappers a uh, little Zane calling Tupac boring little Zane shut up how the hell are you gonna try to you know talk shit about Pac like, you obviously, like, don't get it twisted, you know, I'm not gonna say Pac has all, all my favorite music, but come on, man, you respect the God, man, respect the legend, you know what I'm saying, so don't go out there and actually try to play like you're this, like, cool-ass little kid with pink hair, go kick rock somewhere, homie, you know, but was like, like, dude's gonna be a legend, we always gonna remember Pac, ain't nobody gonna remember your clown ass, so, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about that, um, lastly, um, I just want to show love to, um, the notorious Big, uh, the, you know, the anniversary of his, his, um, uh, death, uh, just passed. Um, I, to me, Big was, is the greatest of all time. Um, i've always loved his music uh i grew up listening to his music so um i always feel feel as if i need to show love um or at least say something about it when buddy is uh, you know when i th- when it's uh you know just the anniversary of that day so obviously you know salute to uh to to big and also man uh this morning craig mack died man and that's like nuts um craig mack um you know bad boy legend um honestly he was like one of the first like real big hip-hop artists to come out of bad boy if not like the biggest and not think about it because he definitely came out before big um so man big ups to him um uh, you know, it's sad to hear that he died. I think the guy was only forty-six years old. Uh, it's just I think that's just super sad. You know, I always hate hearing things like that. Um, I know I heard before that he was sick or something, but man, that's always sad. So uh, if you get a chance, go ahead and you know listen to all all Buddy's tracks and and just uh, just show respect. You know to the legend uh, Craig Mack. Um, kind of moving on to a little uh MMA news. Uh, there's been a lot of kind of stuff going on. Unfortunately, not a lot of fights. Um, but <laughs> all right, this is a funny one. Um, on Jimmy Kimmel uh, tonight, and Jimmy Kimmel, for those of us who don't know, is actually an investor of uh, in the UFC, so he knows a little bit of, uh, of what's going on with uh, in MMA. He had Charlie Steron, the actor, on the show. And, uh, I guess she went ahead and went to, you know, one of those, uh, you know, you know how you do. You go to, like, different events and, you know, people take care of you. So she went ahead and went to this, uh... NASCAR event, and she says she was there. And while she was there, she was, you know, looking at Danica Patrick. And and Danica Patrick was so intense and intimidating, she looked directly through her. And, and, you know, all in all, she said that uh, NASCAR drivers are tougher and more intimidating than MMA fighters, and that it's more tough than MMA. And, yo, Charlize, I get it. You had a good time. That's cool. You fucking kidding you serious you think that yo drivers aren't getting like you're driving a car and i know her response, her thing was you know uh you gotta be you know crashing is you know you know is life or death yo the purpose of the thing is not to crash it's just to drive and i don't care how intimidating nobody who is unless you're you are a fighter no little driver at like five six a buck thirty is intimidating and neither is Danica Patrick so what is she talking about um I love what Jimmy Kimmel said Jimmy Kimmel was like yo you're nuts like drivers aren't getting punched in the face the entire time these guys are so we all love Charlize Charlize I love her movies um, she's dead ass wrong with this one. So that shit was a little hilarious, but we all know combat sports are going to be way tougher than driving. Let's just keep it, keep it a buck. Um, Tyron Woodley is in the news again, doing what Tyron Woodley does, bitching. Um, he says race is the reason for the lack of his popularity so I was thinking like you know what before I kind of jump all over Tyrant does he have a point to an extent the way they they try to pose it they're like he's a good family man you know he's 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 acting and he's doing all these other things so he's a role model which he is I think he's uh you know he's seems like a great family man he has a great story you know Awesome wrestler, you know, and he, look at the end of the day. Even though I don't enjoy his fighting style, he's the champ, you know, in one of my favorite weight classes and one of the most stacked weight classes in the UFC. Um, so he always complains about his lack of um, his lack of publicity. Now, you know me, like I'm always down to say, yeah, it's a racial issue, and I guess part of it might be, but. Yo, Tyron Woodley, the reason motherfuckers don't like watching you is because your style's trash. Like, seriously, man? Like, I understand he's fighting the best of the best, but even when he was fighting scrubs, he has, like, two moves. He's gonna blitz forward, and granted, he lands that huge-ass right hand, but if he doesn't land the right hand, dog, this fights he's always, why does your big-ass always have your back against the wall? so let's be let's just be keep it a buck this dude your style is boring he's he's one of the best MMA you know wrestlers to come out of college to fight in the UFC and to fight MMA period if he utilized his wrestling and like incorporated his, his uh, striking with it and was out there fighting like who I think is the pound for pound uh, greatest right now, Demetrius Johnson. If he incorporated his striking and his takedowns that way, and honestly, as physical, as a physical specimen as this cat is, he could actually pull that shit off. So the fact that he, you know, is complaining about his lack of, you know, love or whatever, man, you have to show, if you go out there and crush people, Let's let's like let's like Mike Tyson was one of the most marketable you know people ever. Why? Because he beat people's ass. You go over to again. You look at John Jones. Why was John Jones one of the most marketed guys out there? Because he whoops ass. If you complain, people all of a sudden label you as a complainer, and then you complain, and then you don't perform. What the what the hell we gotta do? Like no, no one's gonna want to watch you perform. So. I don't think Tyron has a point. I think Tyron needs to, you know, focus on Tyron. I think Tyron needs to focus on whooping ass and doing what he does best. And then if you keep on, you know, complaining and not finishing fights, no one's going to want to watch you do your thing. So come on, dude, get your shit together. Um, Edwards and what else I got? Eve Edwards and Brandon Shaw still beefing. I don't care. You know, we all know we talked about that at length last week, so it's whatever. Um, it seems like Adrian Broner and Keith Thurman are beefing. Um, let's be honest, Broner doesn't want no, he doesn't want that smoke with Thurman. He's uh, he's a smaller guy and Keith Thurman is a dog. So if they ever got into the ring and got into it, um, it, it would be a one-sided ass whooping, honestly. So I wouldn't even want to see that. CM Punk is back in the news. Seems like uh, somebody tried to, you know, throw a little shade his way <laughs> and uh, ask him if he's gonna cry at his next uh, UFC, you know, uh, uh, fight, uh, which is gonna be April 9th here in Chicago. And he responded back some along the lines of like, yeah, you know, I'm going to cry after I get my victory. I'm going to hug everybody and do whatever. And look, man, I appreciate CM Punk's response. I appreciate his humility. I appreciate that he's actually even trying to do this, you know, make this transition and do this journey. I really do appreciate it. But let's be honest, CM Punk, you're not going to win this fight, man. Unless something drastic happened in the last year, and don't get me wrong, he could get better. But he's a, you know, mid mid 30s guy who, you know, played grab ass in the WWE for a couple years, you know, for years. He made a lot of money. He's sleeping in silk sheets, he's doing all of his thing, and and when that ends up happening, I mean I don't I don't see the motivation to go ahead and, and you know I compete with these guys who are trying to make a name off of you, man. So you know all those guys are gonna come with it when they're gonna go ahead and you know, um, go against uh, CM Punk they're going to look at Mickey Gall Mickey Gall has made a name I'm off of Buddy's back and uh not saying Mickey isn't good I mean but at the end of the day come on man it's, it's CM Punk so good luck to him um it will be cool to see him get a victory but um I I don't think it's very probable so it is what it is um, we talked about my, my dude, Deontay Wilder at length. Um, uh, I believe it was like last episode or a couple of episodes ago. Um, but he's still go ahead and shooting shots at, uh, Anthony Joshua and now, granted Anthony Joshua. Um, you know, the heavyweight champ reigning out of, uh, England. Um, he has a, a really, really tough fight coming up, um, against, uh, Parker, uh, next week next yeah next week like in two weeks something like that um and again I cannot wait to see that fight it's um so obviously you know Buddy has to deal with that but um Deontay Wilder is over here you know shooting his shot and he's already saying that he's willing to take 40% of his the 40% split so he'll take the 40 while Joshua takes his 60 um and he'll go to England to fight um Joshua. So pretty much you'll say, I'll be the B-side, let Joshua be the A-side, I'm not going to you know, worry about that. He's He wants this fight for legacy. I love that. All you people who give Deontay Wilder shit, man, shut your mouth. This is the American heavyweight champ. We haven't had a badass heavyweight champ like this, honestly, since Mike Tyson. So, oh, I'm not even gonna say that. We since, since Holyfield, because I, I Holyfield's a real G. So, I mean, but think about it. This dude is forty, forty and no with 39 KOs and everybody that he stepped in a ring with has at one t- point or another got knocked out. Everyone wants to talk his foreign or style and everything like that but we all know he gets results, right? He gets those Ws. So this dude who's the, the A side against anybody else pretty much was like, nah man, fuck it. I want this for my legacy. So I'm gonna go to you or I'm gonna go to across the pond to you and beat your ass in your hometown. I love it, and honestly, so does seems like uh, Eddie Hearn's, who's um, AJ's uh, uh, manager. So, with that being said, let's hope that this next. Um this actually happens. So I'd be really, really hyped. Um, Hopefully, you know, Joshua gets through Parker. After he gets through Parker, we'll have that super fight because that people is a legit super fight. If we get that super fight by the end of this year, that will be awesome, man. I can't wait. Um, staying in boxing, uh, Javante Tank Davis, uh, for those who don't know, obviously that's, uh, you know, Money Mayweather's, like, little protege. Uh, dude's a beast, he's lightweight, um... He, you know, he, super knockout power. Um, he really, really fun to watch, even though his last fight was kind of trash, but I think it's probably because he just didn't get up for his opponent. Either way, dude's a monster, and I can't wait to see him fight, um, which I believe is, uh, like, the, maybe this upcoming weekend also. So, he says he wants to fight in the UFC, and all he needs is, like, a couple months uh, like of training, there's some ground game and he'll be ready to go and like, he'll be good to like do work in UFC. Yo, Tank, hell no. <laughs> Dude, he does not want that, man. That's, that's way too much trouble. Um, it would be interesting to see, but I don't think, especially, like, boxers understand. Some of them do, but the ones who, like, talk like this, I don't think they understand um, what it is like they're in there to be with to be in there with an elite grappler. I don't care how good your hands are. When you get somebody like a Yoel Romero, like a, you know, a Taron Whitley, like a DJ, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you have these dudes who are high quality, high quality, you know, upper echelon, um, wrestlers, you know, like DC and stuff to be like that, you know, dude, there's nothing you can do about that. I don't care how good your hands are when you're on your back, you mean it's over. So I love the fact that he thinks he can do that, but, uh, man, it's just not realistic. Let's be honest. Um, all in all, like I said, it will be fun to watch, though. I'm just saying, it will be fun to see him try. Uh, but I just want to see Tank stick to boxing. You have uh, a long way to go in your legacy before you start dicking around and start, you know, playing with uh, MMA fighters and shit. Um, all right, uh, only big fight that I was, you know, we're kind of focusing on this weekend is uh, the UFC fight night, um, Verdun versus Volkov. Uh, honestly, the rest of the card is kind of trash. It's on... Um, on um, Fight Pass, only other one is maybe the co main event that we'll talk about a little bit. Um, Jimmy Manawa is fighting um, uh, Jen um, Blakowski. Uh, two big guys. Um, it should be entertaining fight, honestly. I think Jimmy Manawa, if he's not going against the upper echelon guys, he wins. So I see him starching this dude, probably in the second round. Um, so we'll see how that ends up going. But I mean, that's how it should go. And uh, also, you know, in the main event, you know, Fabricio Verdum is fighting Volkov. Um, Volkov, uh, his, you know, he's the one who ended up giving um, Roy Nelson his walking papers, you know, when they, um, for his last fight in the UFC. But really, really tough heavyweight, you know, super strong. Um, fun to watch. And, uh, and you know, Verdum is a legend, man. Um, in I, You can definitely make an argument and he can be in the conversation for the greatest heavyweight of all time. So, with that being said, I mean, you know how I feel about this. I think Verdum, um, with his striking, I think he can dictate kind of the pace of the fight a little bit. Keep Volkov away from him. And as soon as the fight goes to the ground, I mean... Dude, he's going to cut through, dude, like butter, like a warm knife, like through butter, man. So uh, I don't see that fight uh, lasting very long. Uh, Again, I I can see that one also being a second round submission um, by Verdum. So uh, those are my picks. I got Verdum. I got Jimmy Manoa. And uh, you know what, man, with that... That's, uh, like I say, we have a little shorter show for you today, man. That's going to be it. Um, next week, you know, I, I think uh, our, our, my boy Bryson, you know, he'll be back, uh, back in studio with us. And... Um Aside from that, there are also going to be some really, really big fight news and some fight events. And uh, actually, we have some news also um, that's going to be really dope coming out. And uh, I'll be able to talk about that next week. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, This is always a blast. This is um, episode five of the Fight Podcast. I am your host, Sergio Vicente. Um, I'm going to say it right this time uh, the Afro Latino host with the most. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, Remember, tell everybody you know, download, subscribe. We're going to be on iTunes, we're going to be on on SoundCloud and everything. So um, look for that everywhere. Um, Follow us on uh, IG and Facebook at the Fight Podcast. Um, um appreciate everybody peace out